Hey girl, hey. 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 I do. Yes, I do. Okay. So, initially start off as a slumber party uh, after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine. <laughs> and then there becomes a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> I'm LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the Millennial Chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. We are hey. in the building. Hey, girl, hey podcast, Urban Media Today. We are? Yes, we are. Did you do oh, Not yet. Okay, good. Um, it's bound to come down. Hey, girl, the Hey, girl, hey podcast on Urban Media Today. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I'm the chatter chick, LaShawn. And I'm y'all millennial chick, Jeer Jeer. With the hardest Pittsburgh accent. (laughs) I'm telling you, should nobody like not know where you're from? Like seriously, you are super Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pit for years, year, 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 from year, 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 why is that? It's it's like almost. I don't know. It's real. It's almost like um, and I'm, I'm not they, making Baltimore, fun of people. Baltimore, Pittsburgh actually have similar kind of similar. No, they don't. Baltimore. Oh, okay. It sounds as if it sounds like you know. <laughs> not when the, no, 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 no. Are not deaf. the black Baltimore. Uh, the white. Okay, Baltimore. the white Baltimore. But it's, but with Baltimore, it sounds like when people are deaf, and you know how when they try to say their words, some of their words are like it's like mute. Baltimore people talk like that to me. Like, be careful because they get mad about that. Don't talk about that. I know they always be thinking they're trying to fight. That's what the shot was filmed there. End up in a, end up in a vacant. In the, the shot was not. The shot they was did, filmed they did in Chicago. Some, you talking about the wire? And both, I mean, the wire. Okay, it's the wire. So, the, I mean, so same thing. It's all crime and whatever. It's called the shy. Okay. Yeah, I mean the wire. Same thing. Oh my same god. Same thing. It's all same. Yeah. But same you know, you ain't don't be. You ain't all that bad because you come from Baltimore. People just be you mixing people. I don't in. come from no Baltimore. No, I'm talking about the Baltimore people. I know where you come from, home Woody. So Sean Sleepy to the uh the hill. Thank you. Hill double all day, baby. Okay. <laughs> Hillian. Okay. I'm a Hillian. <laughs> You're a Hillian. She didn't call me a hillbilly. I appreciate uh. it. Hillian. <laughs> All right. So this is the first right. time listening to the Hey Girl Hey podcast. We appreciate you checking us out. We are live on Facebook um, because we have a special guest today and we're um, we're going to have some, uh, you know, questions if you want to ask some questions or whatever. Dr. Anthony Todd Carlisle is going to join us around 730 and talk about his new book, his novel. Um, and his novel is called, I have it right here. I have it right here. I got it right Me here. Too. I got it right here. It's you right here. You too, Sean. Yeah. I got it. And I feel so right, stupid because it. it's right here, but it's like <laughs> shuffle in between. It's right here. It's the souls of Clay Hatchie. And the name of this episode is, where the hell is Clay Hatchie? 
So we're going to mm-hmm. ask him. And he's also my frat brother. So Blue Fire, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's my cousin, my first <laughs> and he's cousin. Co- so wait, how is he your cousin, but not your cousin? Because y'all cousins. Be- he's my cousin from my mom's side. My mom's Sean's side. cousin from my dad's side. We're both dad. <laughs> so we're my dad's side. side. He's cousin dad. on my dad's side. <laughs> my dad's side. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's um, cover some hot topics. Did you all, you probably did not know, Jerry. Um, mm-hmm. Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney passed, passed away. Mm. Yes, he yeah. did. Mm. So I got a group text um, mm-hmm. of someone sharing the news that he passed away. And I was like, I thought that's, he died a long time ago. Yeah, I swear. Yo, I why Paul did Mooney I know? I did too. A long I time did. ago. And I was, okay. you know, people be repeating Right oh, yeah. news, thinking that right. you know they, yeah. they spread something, you know, and and it's not even the case. Well, yeah, because yeah, he he haven't he hasn't been you know out on the scene mm-hmm. for a little bit, but yeah, Paul Mooney's been on. He's like he used to write for all the comedians, Richard Pryor, yeah, and I didn't know yes. that, so they were talking um, about Eddie it. Murphy, Dave oh, Chappelle, yeah. and even before more than that. Yeah, way before the East. Yeah, and then he's on a Chappelle he used show. To tell oh, people off. Off. He tell people off like really like kind without of without nice, blinking. Kind of, yeah, yeah. He didn't care. He had no kilter at all. He didn't care. Putting at white nah. people in the audience, and that, I, I used to think like if I was a white person, I'd be like, I'm out of here. Exit stage left. I'm gone. Because Dave Chappelle, that dude. Dave Chappelle, um, talked to TMZ, and uh, he said that Paul Mooney was one of the best that ever did it. And I honestly agree with that. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt bad that uh, I thought that he had already you passed away. I yeah. did. I killed him years yeah, ago. Lord. Him but he was one of the first black people to um, ever in the Writers Guild. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's big. Jerry, you're a writer. So that's big. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. He was a pretty big name. His name uh, definitely has some weight. So rest in peace, Mr. Paul Mooney. Um, yeah, it, I don't know yeah, right, um, if there were any reports on what it was that he passed, but it's definitely a great mm. loss. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. Did, yeah. Mm. Did you hear about the black homeowner who concealed her race and her home's appraisal value doubled? Now, LaShawn, you being a homeowner, me being a former homeowner, this is, and, and Jerry, you live in a house. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you yeah. own your house or whatever. But I guess this woman, um, she grew suspicious when she revealed her race and she realized that her race had played a role and it had ordered another, when she ordered another appraisal and, it conce- and, and at that time it had concealed that she was black when she mm-hmm. removed family photos and other items indicating her race from her home and asking a white friend to pose as her brother when meeting the appraiser and the appraised value, um, this according to, oh my goodness, I can't remember the source. Um, Mm -hmm. This, the appraised value more than doubled during the third appraisal and the woman, Carlette Duffy, um, it led led her to file a fair housing complaint against the lenders and appraisers that she had worked with alleging racial discrimination. So she purchased her home for a hundred thousand three years ago, um, given home price appreciation in the area, expected her home value to be about 185. Well, when she refinanced her loan in March last year, um, there was an investigation. Her appraisal came back at 125. And then her second appraisal came back um, from a different company lower than 110. So she paid for a separate market analysis for her home, which concluded a possible list price of 187 to challenge both appraisals. Mm. That's a lot of numbers, but that's, yeah. Wow. Oh, 
we know appraisals we're still doing this sells your house mm-hmm. you, when you get your house appraised that helps sells it so you know that's really bad business but I, am yeah. i surprised so mm-hmm. not surprised i mean that's yeah. how that's how like ghettos what we call ghettos and things like that was formed because they would split it i, I think it was i want it i want to say chicago or something but they had it where they used to split the side like in the 60s there was a wall that covered mm-hmm. where black people live and where white people live and mm-hmm. so the the property drastically reduced if a black person owned a home and and the homes that they own were homes that were previous white owners Right. Mm-hmm. So the, the property value and, and that still goes on today. They call it affordable housing when we move into them, mm-hmm. um, affordable communities, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or projects when we move into Project. them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we even get on the bandwagon and we call it ghetto if there's a whole bunch of us. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I'm not surprised at this practice at all. It's been going on for a long time. And I'm glad that she bought it out, but it should have been bought out years ago. We get the highest rates on our loans and we can have we the do. best credit. Mm-hmm. Best credit, highest rates. You know, that's why some things I'm a little bit ske- sketchy about, you know, indicating race when it comes on mm-hmm. some of those um, forms, because I'm like, why do you have to know my race? Like, right, right. What does that do? And, you know, I'm in property management but you know that kind of thing right there I'm always like why do we have to do that why is it such a disparity but there's a disparity among us and everybody everybody in in everything it's a disparity in our grocery stores what's stocked on our shelves how much Mm -hmm. we pay for stuff our housing our clothing if if there's something jobs we've been jobs jobs. that we've been wearing for years and it become popular it becomes higher Meanwhile, mm-hmm. it was something simple to us. So yeah, that's I'm not I'm <clears> not surprised. It's sad, and I'm glad that she caught him on that. Um, but I bet you, if they were to go go back and look, there was probably a whole bunch of people that I was going to say lawsuits. how many people fell victim to that, and how many oh, yeah. people know about that. Um, mm-hmm. You know how how many people know that they have to look at that stuff. I would not have when I owned my home. I sold my house um, because I moved to Baltimore to work. And I, I, it, I really was too young, honestly, to mm-hmm. own a home. I didn't know. I was in my mm-hmm. mid-20s, and I, I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, I was right. in over my head and just wasn't ready. Uh, thank God I didn't lose it, but I was able to sell it. I sold it as a sheriff's sale, but that's still, like, not, you know, not good. I, I could have, yeah. anyway. But things that, you know, you don't know this stuff, you know. Yeah. It's, not, it's not information that you know that, you know, you can't get it from your family if your family doesn't own. And it's not taught. It's really not taught in school. So it's, it's not something that is just, um, yeah, right. But it's well, just it, it's accessible homework. now, but you really have to look for it. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, right. you have to do, you have, you to, have to do, do a lot of research. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the specs of your house and the square footage of your house, and now that they have everything online and you can match that up against square footage in so-called mm-hmm. affluent neighborhoods and how much the price is for their house, just because of the zip code in the area. There's even like places here in the area where I live, which is one of the biggest municipalities in, in Pittsburgh and different areas pay different rates for the same right. house and same square footage. I mean, I could put my house up against somebody else's house any day and, and kind of get you know a higher price. But I guess, because my street now, when I first moved here, it was only like, probably like, like four black families, you know? Mm. Um, and yeah. now there's probably like four white. So, 
you know, things have changed. And now we're things dealing with changed. gentrification. It yeah. is still weird for me. And I'm not saying that nobody has a right to live where they want to, you know, that they don't have one. Um, it's just weird to me that I'm driving on Penn Avenue through Garfield, where yeah. I remember it being heavily populated by African-Americans. There's a heavy mm-hmm. populated African-American community. And oh, you yeah. see coffee shops. Uh-huh. Even you know, Homewood. And, and, you know, yeah, Homewood. And oh, East Liberty. The majority you know, of the people, like... you know, to defend Homewood, though, a lot of the people that, that live in Homewood are African-American and they own their homes. Um, my so thing I, is, I give him with that. That part I do give him. But yeah, my thing is what I don't like is that's fine to fix up the neighborhoods. I'm OK with that in these urban areas. Mm-hmm. The problem is y'all are charging over a thousand dollars for rent and we right. can't afford those. They're, we already know who they're targeting. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so that's what I don't like. I don't like that at all. That's, that part gives me a little bit of anxiety when you say, oh, we're redeveloping. The Even here in Hazelwood, you mm-hmm. know, they're trying to do a little bit of development. They put a trail over here. Um, it's been a you know, long a time. And it's been a long time for Hazelwood. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it has been a long time. So it's well overdue, you know. Yeah. Um, but even with this, I can see it a little. I can see it happening there in the process where they are building the trails over. It's called a Hazelwood Greenway. Um, from what I've heard, it's one supposed to be like apartments and like shopping plazas and stuff like yeah. that. But I already know the price well, is going to skyrocket, you know, like well, even our we, landlord was trying to raise the price with this house because of what they're doing, you know. Hazelwood, Hazelwood is considered the city, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, city. we got a black mayor. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You know, this isn't a, a, you know, I I wanted to try and get this in there. Congratulations to our good friend, uh, State Representative Ed Ed Wheatley. Jesus, Ed. Ed. You didn't put both of them together. (laughs) I put two brothers. Talk about a nap. I need a nap. I said Ed Wheatley. See, you talked about me. Ed Gainey. Ed Gainey. Congratulations. That is amazing. Congratulations. I'm, I mean, no pressure, but there's a lot of things I'm sure Ed Gainey's like, oh, I got all this to do? Okay. Yeah, um, So I'm sure folks are calling him and say, hey, man, I got this, you know, I got this boot. You know what I mean? Boot <laughs> up like, let, the, let the brother get yeah, the keys to the bathroom call. first. Let him, uh-huh. let him get the keys to the bathroom. But congratulations to Ed Gainey, his wife, Michelle, and his family. I did put a request in to see if we can get him on the show, but you know. Yeah, he's a little booked and busy. So yeah, booked and busy. He's got to read the new the new employee handbook. Yeah, (laughs) it's a pretty big handbook. So congratulations to to Ed Gainey, not Ed Wheatley, but shouts to Jake Wheatley though. Jake Wheatley, Um, Jake. (laughs) Uh, Last ten minutes. Did you guys hear about Billy Porter? Yeah, Billy Porter revealing that he has been HIV positive, diagnosed fourteen years ago. Mm Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and he was afraid to, you know, he was ashamed of himself yeah. and that's why it took him this long to, uh, and, and it kind of made sense, you know, with his character on Pose, Mr. you know, Pray Tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Pray Tell. But do you watch Pose? We talked about Pose before on the show. Yeah, yeah. we did. We, did. we talked yeah. about this. You all need to. I know. I said I was right. going to. I did. But this is You're the. Right. I think this is the last season uh, for Pose. Billy Porter plays Pray Tell, who is an HIV gay man. Um, mm-hmm. And the last episode, oh my God, Billy Porter sang his face off. I did not like know off, honey. Listen, I I, I live. I live all. 
for Billy Porter. I love me some Billy Porter. Yeah. I want to yeah. call him auntie, but I feel it's wrong. Just, yeah. But anyway, uh, sending send prayers out to, to Billy Porter. He says, for a long time, everybody who needed to know, except my mother, knew except my mother, I was trying to have a life and a career. And I wasn't certain if I, if, if the wrong people knew, if mm. wait, I wasn't certain I could, if the wrong people knew, uh, it would just be another way for people to discriminate against me in an already discriminatory profession. He shared right. that he's been using his role as pray tell um, on pose as his proxy saying I was able to say everything that I wanted to say through a surrogate. Oh, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. And pray tell, listen, pray tell went through, uh, drinking, uh, I don't want to say drug, or, drug use, but drinking, um, because he, he's HIV positive and he wanted to try and find love. He lost other gay people, um, gay men in his loves and in his life. And, and so, you know, it's kind of, I was like, wow, he's really playing this role to a T. So I'm wondering right. if there is some, you know, uh, art representing life relativity. Life representing yeah. Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that he's revealed this and, you know, I'm glad that he did come out because there are people HIV is still real AIDS mm-hmm. is still real mm-hmm. yeah. we just don't talk about it as much but because right. medicine has advanced and you know we, people are living longer with it I mean right 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 before people were dying within people were dying a year yeah. you know like after you got it yeah I'm yeah glad that, he, right. that he came out and and talked about it one thing I, that's what um, made his um character so for real and so believable because it's like it's more than what they call method acting he was actually he was act- telling if his you story. don't watch pose sean I don't at know. least watch that episode okay mm-hmm. i will at least watch that i cried oh i mm-hmm. threw my shoe like Aww. what episode was that you know i got the you know i got your it's it's not on Netflix. It's not on Netflix. Oh, okay. So I can't watch that because I, I can't do it. She with was the like, code. Not it's not on Netflix, and what I'm changing my password. Uh. I think it's on FX. I think Don't have that. FX. I think it's yeah. on FX. So I think um, that's a premium with my cable company. Lord Jesus. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. yeah he, he, he's trying to he, gouge you. Prayers to Billy Porter um, I and love his Billy family. Porter. For, for sharing his story and his husband. Yeah. And and I believe he's going to be returning to Pittsburgh to, to um, film a movie. Oh, oh good. I'll, I'll see him. I'll maybe, we could, maybe we can get him on the show. Yeah, get him. Get him. He's, he's kind of a big deal. He's kind yeah. of a big great. deal. That'd be great. I'll see him. if I can catch him. Yeah. You yeah. do I something, wanna... Sean, and I'll do something too. Okay. Cherry, you ain't got no pool, girl. You ain't pool now. We just our third season. You ain't pool near Nutter. <laughs> near Nutter. Y'all, you don't. No, I, you don't know, Jerry. It's I mean, been three seasons. We're waiting. Jerry knows somebody. She too. I know somebody. Yeah, she knows somebody. She knows somebody. Okay. I wonder they if you know this way. person. I wonder if you know this person. We're going to take a quick break. Um, this this guy, um, this woman wrote us about, she thinks her boyfriend is homeless and she's putting these clues together. So we're going to oh. see it and probably give her some, like, what would you do if you found out your boyfriend was homeless? Oh, like that, no but... <laughs> home, less less of a home, no home, not a home, not a house neither. Yeah, Luther, vo- Luther voice. But a chair is still not, a chair, nothing. even but... when there's no one sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> we got to know that. You got to keep that. 
Keep that in your Is heart. that a real saying? I've never oh heard it before. Oh my God! <laughs> you know that's scary. That's, that's, that's the song Luther. He's like, chair is still a chair. <laughs> there's no one I'm sitting oh there. That is so funny. But a whole a house is not a home. A hoe is a what? <laughs> no, I didn't say <laughs> a hoe is not a no. A house is not a home. <laughs> a house is not a house and a home is not a home. When there's no one there to um, whatever. And no one <laughs> okay, can we go to break? Because we got fan mail know. coming up. Okay. Yeah, well. oh, that song is in my head. Ooh. I know. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> R.I.P. Luther Vandross. We'll be right back. It's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast on Urban Media Today. Hold tight. Mm. To advertise on Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio with 24-7 exposure and online exclusives, email editor at urbanmediatoday.com. Urban Media Today is an online blog magazine specializing in urban lifestyle, finance, entertainment, HBCU sports, and more. Hey, girl. Hey. hey. say what's happening. We say the facts and then they lie. We coming back with them. They might phone around <laughs> she's so my mom is watching and she said key all the words are on her face so i think she might have to turn her phone around yeah you know do the do the rotation kind of rotation rotate your phone mom Boop. all the words are on her face <laughs> it looks like uh, chatter chick all across how here how come she has all those words <laughs> on her face there what's going on over there in guys my mom doesn't even talk like that. I don't even know why. I know. Like, I was like, shout to my like, mom. So she is a chaplain at her church. Covenant oh, church. Yes, that's wonderful. She is a chaplain. So that means I, I know cannot. For you. Okay. Cannot. Uh, and you Jesus knew. be like, I know, I know, I know, Carrie. I know. You called uh, me yesterday. Your mom be like, yo, I, let's pray for my daughter, y'all. <laughs> let's pray for her, please. Be like, Just again? Lord. The job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's fan mail. Uh, this young lady thinks that her boyfriend might be homeless. Hmm. Says, I'm dating a man I think is homeless. He and I have been seeing each other about a month. She said one month. And I started noticing he doesn't ask me. Uh-oh, my mom just texted me. He doesn't ask me to come <laughs> over to his house. His car is super messy with food boxes and nasty trash inside. And he doesn't dress very well, but he doesn't smell. When he comes over to my house, he sleeps a lot and asks to use my laundry room because he says his is broken. He offers to cook for me because he can't cook. He works part-time at a local Mexican spot. He never takes me out on a date. Um, never takes me out on a date uh we met at a bar he is nice i like his personality and he's really smart and if he's homeless i'm not sure if it's an issue but i'd like to know so we could talk about it but if he is what do i do we've only been dating a month run no i'm sorry <laughs> Girl, what that is not true. Re- you natural. don't know why he's homeless. He's okay. just homeless because so you know, let me. I have a, a personal problem. experience. Okay. I got personal George. experience. Ooh, and I'm about to say Tell no. us here. What happened? I say no because you've dated a homeless man, Jerry. Lord, not necessarily homeless, but like he's he. It's a long story. 
story. But anyway, we're here. We're here. He um we got 20 minutes. So basically, <laughs> I say no for multiple reasons. A lot of men that I have met dated or some in general, they they expect women to help fix them. And that's not our problem. If you're homeless, I'm sorry that you're homeless, but you can't stay with me. You know, you got to get yourself together. I would want to know, this is the, this is why these are questions that I asked before the whole dating thing. Like, what is your job? Where do you live? Do you, you have, have a questionnaire, don't the, you? I have it all laid out. You know, this is, <laughs> I have it all. I you need better. to know. The, that's how you got to do it. So I would just, just go out and ask them. You know, you're not going to know unless you ask questions, you know. And I've learned that throughout my experience with dating and everything. I've kept stuff back and I didn't, you know, I found out things later on. Um, you know, especially through like social media and stuff. But I mean, I just don't want her to feel like it's her responsibility because it's not. She only been dating him for a month. Um, it'd be different if they were like dating for a while. He had a home and he lost his home and became homeless. And that's different. But he, you coming in, you know, with problems and he just has to get himself together. He's a grown man. Um, he can even stay in a shelter. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like everyone gets knocked down. I get it, you know, but you really have to, work your way back up to get to where you want to be especially if you're dating someone you know I feel like personally she's being used because she has a home you know and she uh, must have a job and you know car and stuff like that he over there using her stuff or whatever I'm like well what about yours I would feel used honestly so just ask him you know if you're homeless or not maybe she can help him with like resources or whatever but that's not that's not what she should be doing you know Okay. as our guest right. arrives go ahead as our guests arrive so there's there's a couple of things i'm going to say here and i'm just you know from what i hear with the letter he didn't ask to live with her or anything like that she suspects that he's homeless and to be perfectly honest a lot of us are close to being homeless and during the pandemic a lot of us have experienced homelessness as a result of losing a job so mm-hmm. <clears throat> She didn't say anything about him asking to live with her. And she didn't even say anything about asking the question. And everything is about conversation and asking a question. So Mm -hmm. he's not using her. I think she's enjoying the company of being with him. That's why she allows him to come over, wash his clothes and to cook dinner because she likes that. Now, if she's only been with him for a month, if she wants to start this off right, ask the question and then see Uh what happened. She's not being used. She's all if she would if she's only being used as if he came to her house and only for one thing, if he lets if she lets him use her, she's being used. But one of the scenarios would be that he came to her house just to, you know, sleep or use her laundry whatever. room or something. You know, if he sleep there and that kind of thing there. I don't it doesn't sound like he's taking anything from her bills. It sounds like you know, if he's sleeping in his car, he's sleeping in his car. I would respect the man that did what he has to do to survive. If it's sleeping in his car, he did that. Maybe he's a prideful man. He doesn't want her to know. Or he doesn't want her to, excuse me, feel some kind of way. Maybe he's on Maybe he's on his way up to get some things together. But everything is about the conversation. It's mm-hmm. about the conversation. Just see. And we know everybody's a paycheck away from being homeless. Mm-hmm. Everybody. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I just paid off my mortgage, but I'm just, <laughs> I can be homeless but unless taxes get me or something like that. My and mother that. always told me the first thing that should be paid on your check is, well, first thing is your tithes. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, your rent. 
your rent or your mm-hmm. mortgage. And she said, everything mm-hmm. else falls into place. And there's been many times I did not listen. Um, and I was like, oh crap, that's what that means. Um, yeah. And so, you take know, um, you have to take care of home. And so, you know, I, we don't know what his situation is. We don't know if it was mm-hmm. due to the pandemic or if he, you know, I know he says that he works at a restaurant, he's a cook or whatever. Um, yeah. So I, I agree. I, I don't think that she should run. I think that that's true. And he, he does cook for you. So he is trying to make it work. You know what I mean? Um, and he's, he's sleeping. So he's, he's trying. Yeah. Yeah. So I was joking when I said run, don't don't run, but I I, I do believe don't that. Don't run, just have the conversation and ask the <laughs> no questions. Run. Ask the <laughs> questions. Everything is required of questions. We're so afraid in relationships to ask questions because we think it's if you saw fun. a yeah, sexy right. homeless man, I'd be like, yo, what's what happened to you? <laughs> no, you oh my god. <laughs> what's been happening? Let me to take you. you, let me take you to dinner, see what's going on. Like you I mean, Jerry, you go you go to the gym, a gym membership. Yeah. If you go to the Wise Free, I think maybe. No, it, I don't go to okay. The well, some people yeah. get. I'm not saying you do. Uh, um, but if you go to, okay. you know, you go to the gym and then maybe the a membership is ten dollars, or or somebody gets in your pants, or they let they let him in, and he's, you know, he has enough money to pay for a membership, but maybe not enough money to pay for rent. And he just wants to keep, you know, he wants to be fit. Because the gym is at the gym and you can can shower shower and you can change. And And get yourself to get your health together, your mind. Mm -hmm. Come on now. You went and talked to him and he's sitting there waiting, lifting them weights, Jerry. And you on that treadmill and you like, (laughs) Everybody deserves the the conversation. Jerry be like, how you doing? No, Jerry going to come out. Jerry going to come out with her. (laughs) Mm-hmm. My yeah. checklist. How many you kids you got? Live? Where do you live? What's your size? Where do you live again? Talk to your baby mama. I will have it all checked out. Your last, your last three <laughs> occupancies, your last three residences. <laughs> Just ask the, have the conversation. Ask that's the how, question. Yeah, that's how you got to do That's it. the way. Yeah, don't be I afraid. I mean, I'm at that age. I'm at that age now, you know, because I'm a woman a certain age. I ask the questions. And if you run, oh, well, there you go. Because mm-hmm. that's not rejection. That to me is protection. And now right. I know where to go. So I'm good. Amen. Right. So Amen. Ask the questions. One good. question I want to ask is no regret. Fight. Where my where my frat brother at? I see he's checked in, but of you course the cameras off. Face. You know. Ah, uh, you got. Oh, I was gonna say you gonna show. You got to show your like face really. now, Frat. There you go. What's up? <laughs> Not much, not much. What's going on? Got my cousin, my sister. We've been trying to get you on forever. You wait a minute. Busy. Wait, he hit me up. He was like, "Ayo, Soror." I'm saying. I mean, come on. Blue, what's yeah, good? I was like, my bad. my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, Frank. It's cool. <laughs> Jerry was like, oh, yeah, we doing this. That's right, because that's my cousin. We going to do this. That's right, because, you know, we got to get my cousin on, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, I appreciate being here. Thank you, guys. Of course, my friend, You're brother, welcome. Jerry's cousin. Not LaShawn's cousin, though. Jerry's no, cousin. Not LaShawn. Uh, <laughs> he on the mama's side. I'm on the daddy's side. I'm on the daddy's hey, side. Hey, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. How you doing, Sean? Got a family affair up here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a family affair. 
Family reunion. Who we introducing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my little show out now. You know, Jerry's mom. Oh, you breaking up? Jerry's my uncle, so we all good. We all. Oh, yeah. Uncle Jerry, oh, Jerry's your dad. My uncle, so we all I good. was like, Jerry's your uncle. Oh, my dad. <laughs> Her dad. I was like, oh. Jerry's oh, a junior. Oh, yeah, a junior. Jerry's a junior. Jerry's a junior. Hey, um, hey, Frat. So uh we I don't know if you were you were kind of listening to the conversation before we get into the book, The Souls of Clay Hatchie. Where the hell is Clay oh, Hatchie? We're gonna talk about that. Um, you heard the, I don't know if you heard the fan mail. It was a young lady who, who sent us an email saying that she's been dating a guy for about a month and she thinks that the man is homeless and she's been putting some clues together. His, he's, he's, he's never asked her to come to his house. His car is super messy with food boxes and nasty trash inside. He doesn't dress very well, but he doesn't smell. So there's that. Um, and when he does go to her house, he sleeps a lot. And then he asks her if he can use her laundry room. Now, we don't know if he asks her for coins, too. Um, uh, uh, he, sa- he says that his is broken. Uh, he offers to cook for her. He works at a part-time look, uh, Mexican restaurant. Um, he's never taken him out on a date. She wants to know what to do. Well, she needs to ask some questions. <laughs> as yeah, that's what I said. Asking yeah. all them questions. Absolutely. Asking all them yeah, questions. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and, and at the very least, you know what? Uh, I like I like to come to your house. You know, when can I come over? <laughs> if you want to be so direct, at least I ask that. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's only, it's only yeah. been a month. Uh, I was going to say, is that too much for a month? There's, there's, uh, I don't think too long. Uh, you know, a month? Mm. Yeah, let me stop by. You know, I just want to I, I don't think it's too soon either. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm clutching yeah. my pearls. And I'm sorry, there's probably other issues as well. That was well, I know like, people that nope, have I got, I got, Look, I got two, I have, I, I have two daughters. So, you know, I'm very protective. So, you know, we talk about that. I'm like, yeah, you need to get all that information. Right. That's in the family. Jerry says she got a list. You know, so you're going to be checking. I got a checklist. Checking his FICA score. FICA score. And I think you, I think at a certain point, those are things you should know. Bring it to me. Let me take a look at it. How much Bitcoin you got? Let me see. Let me check it. (laughs) You got lottery tickets. (laughs) Do you have a gambling problem? You know, I have, you have a gambling that. problem called one <laughs> All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna get with Doc. Right, you better know their people. Who your yeah. people is? Pittsburgh is talk- so small. You could be dating a cousin, though. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. You go to oh, church on sick. Easter because you don't attend church regularly. Let me tell you, you go something. on Easter and the whole family be there. You be like, is that cousin oh. Ron, Ron? I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting Don, for that Don tap on the shoulder. I'm Pinky? waiting for that tap on the shoulder. I'm waiting. Because yeah. yeah. let me be quiet. All right. So um, we're going to break. We're going to take a quick break. We're here with Dr. Anthony Todd Carlisle. Uh, he is the author of The Souls of Clay Hatchie. And we're going to talk about Clay Hatchie and find out where the hell is Clay Hatchie. We're keeping it. We're keeping it here at the uh, Hey Girl Hey podcast. Give us a couple seconds. We'll be right back. 
When caring for a loved one with special needs, it could be extremely challenging. That's why you need the right people in your corner with compassion and knowledge for personal care. AIMED Human Services provides a number of services to intellectual and developmental disabled adults and their family members. Call 412-704-5067 or log on to aimedpgh.org today. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Upside down? Is she still watching us upside down? My mom is watching and she has closed caption on her. uh, So she's like, the words are on her face. <laughs> I love her. She got Hispanic, Hispanic right. telenovela. She, she said most men cook nowadays too. She seems happy. My mother. It's just mm. she just sees yeah. the good in everybody. Yeah, she's telling my mom. Maybe you just, you know, you have to pray for him, baby. Pray for him. <laughs> I know I know people that have like houses and filthy Whoa. cars. So filthy yeah. cars is not an indication. I, I used, I mean, I mean, I should, I didn't say, I shouldn't say I used it before, but I have a friend that she has the cleanest car and she's really, really a stickler for her car being clean. But not but her for house. real, for real, I'm just going, I'm just going to say this right now while I'm on the air right here. Your house is a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get up on that like that. For real. She's like, putting her friends on blast. that kitchen together. Why is that kitchen always so messy? Always. <laughs> Crumbs on the floor. I'm done. Back up. I'm I'm gonna back up. But the the car, you can eat off the floor in the car. It's always clean. I'm gonna back up. Is she an Uber driver? I had to get that out. I had to get that out. I was so so mad. Like I don't know if you ever I don't know if you've ever watched the show. I'm not sure if you've ever listened. Hopefully you will. Hopefully you have. Uh, we cut up. We we definitely cut up. We, we're ourselves. We have a lot of fun. So uh, definitely welcome oh, to come oh, back. Oh, but oh. say it one more time. Well, I was crying when I heard. I was crying when I heard chair is still a chair. <laughs> but isn't it still a chair? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've never heard if that no before. Even no one. But oh, a room is still a room. A chair is still a chair when no one's sitting there. Oh, that was knowledge. I dropped that on y'all. I gave that one for for you. Dropped it on Boom. I dropped it right there. Pick it up. That's knowledge. Pick it up. All right. So, Dr. Anthony Todd Carlisle, do I have to say all your names? Can I just say Anthony? You know what? You just call me Todd. Todd. Okay. Todd. With okay. Todd. All right. All right. Todd is my middle name. I actually go by Todd. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I know so, black people. We short and everything. We're talking <laughs> about a southern a southern tale by Anthony Todd Carlisle, uh, and it is called "The Souls of Cali." Doctor. Doctor. And I named this episode "Where the Hell Is Clay Hatchie?" So. Where the hell is Clay Hatchie? Like, tell, tell us about the tell us about the book. You know where Clay Hatchie is? Well, let me tell you this. Let me tell. Hatchie. Well, okay. now Go I did. Where Clay Hatchie was originally was it was in my imagination. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I thought I had made the name up. Um, I probably heard it. It was somewhere mm-hmm. in my subconscious. 
Uh-huh. Uh, and I used the name. I just, you know, but my publisher told me, you know, there's a, there's a uh, Clay Hatchie, Alabama. Uh-huh. Really? I'm yep. like, Alabama. So this is mm. this, this yeah, this is a small town. Uh, I think it's like a population of 472 or something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, maybe I'll I'll get there one day. You know, yeah, my family. Everybody knows. I thought, knows I, thought your I actually name. made the my name. My family's from Talladega, yeah, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. From where Talladega, Talladega, Alabama. Yeah. That's where my family's from. Okay. Oh. My okay. my folks are from um, Troy, Alabama. Troy. And actually, when I thought Troy, yeah, yeah. My folks are from Elmore Square. When I... <laughs> well, that's, that is a town right there. Elmore is a, is a town. It don't even. It's a town. It don't even exist anymore. It's in the history yeah. books. It's gone. It's gone. So, so tell us about the souls of Clay Hatchie. Tell us, you know, tell us about it. Well, it's, it's about a guy young for. Who, um, you're lagging uh, a little wants bit. To so. his mother's dying wish. Which, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's about a young reporter. He's trying to fulfill his mother's dying wish is to be buried in her hometown. Um, mm-hmm. And he's wondering why does she want to go go back to South and down to the South? They hadn't really been there in a while. Um, the, his father despised it. And um, he didn't really want to go. You know, he's a work reporter. He's working on assignments now, and he's busy. But he does because he loves his mother. And during that time, he starts to uncover family secrets, and it, it kind of reveals what she really wanted him to find. Mm. Um, but you know, there's a lot of twists and turns. Well, what is it that his daddy's really not his daddy? That is granddaddy is his daddy. Look, he said you gotta buy the book. But you know what? But you know she said gotta uncle daddy. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? A lot of family (laughs) dynamics, a lot of family dynamics are similar to this. So you know, we 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 are when most of us most of our relatives migrated from the south, or almost all, of course, you know, migrated. Stopped in Cleveland and Detroit. Pretty much. That's where all the country um, people stop. Cleveland and Detroit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and you know, it's don't say nothing. All right. So your sister had a baby at 12. And so I'm gonna raise her. And so now I'm your mama grandma. And you know, it's 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 that's the family dynamic. But the thing that I loved when I when I did read um the excerpt and I and I read some of the notes on the book is the main character of the story is the is named after the stillborn child from your grandparents. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, t- yeah. What, so what was the over. backstory? Yeah. Wow, that was, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was raised by, I was raised by my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And they're from Troy, they're from Troy, Alabama. And they migrated mm-hmm. here in the 50s. Um, and so they had a child, their last oh. child um, was born in 1960. Uh, and it was it was a, a boy. He was born. It was a stillborn um, child. Um, and I think there were some other issues that happened at the hospital. Um, and so I, I just thought it was interesting to kind of use this name, this person, as the as as the name of this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of funny. I keep telling my relatives that, that the story it is fiction. But but you can pick some some truths and, and things out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I try not to uh, give too much because they're like, 
Am I so and so? Am I this? No, you're not so and so. There's a comedy, you know. I don't want people to get mad at me. My mm-hmm. so and so, but <laughs> but yeah, I just I've always heard that I heard that story growing up about the last son, and he was he would have been about seven years older than I am, and uh, I, okay. just, I just thought it was. So, <clears throat> know, that was that you know, was intriguing just to read about that. Know. You don't want to write another book? Oh you can't no! Be done. Oh no! No 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 no! Not at all. I, I got something already. You know, we got we got some uh, we no. got some folks, we got some 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 great uh research uh subjects for you for your next book. You have this millennial chick who is just trying to find herself. <laughs> um and she's you dating the wrong me. guys. She, she's dating the wrong guy, she doesn't know how to sit her cell phone up. Um, she's, ho- you know, she co-hosts a podcast. She's a writer. She's really just trying to find herself. Not only is she trying to find herself, but she's trying to find love. Um, and then you have, or you have another um, subject. One. You have a woman of a certain age. Her edges are slayed and laid. Um, she owns her own home. She's very independent. She has about 50 jobs. We have no idea what she, she's like Tommy or Martin. We have Tommy. no idea what she does. We have no idea what she does. We have no idea what she does. But she's <laughs> always booked and busy. She's adventurous. She likes riding bikes. She plays tennis. Like she's the only black person I know that plays tennis. <laughs> I do yoga too. She does yoga. She does um, and, and, and she's funny. So I don't know if what you, what you find oh, from that. It sounds like a dating show. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know what? I was going to say that. I was like, are you putting my business out there you like know. that? Like, some you going to like, call her at one eight hundred? I mean, you might have yeah. some frat brothers out there that's single and looking. You know. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you need any muses, if that's even a word, <laughs> that is a word. Okay. I'm good. Thank you. I know where to come. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I really do think my life is pretty um, exciting. It's very writable. Um, so <laughs> I was going to act it out. My, I was going to act it out myself, you know, on stage. You know, do a one woman show because it's funny as heck, man. <laughs> Todd, are your grandparents still with us? No, they're not. Okay. No, if they were still, what do you yeah. think they would they would say about the book? Although it's not, oh, it is fiction, is but a, still, what would, what do you think they would say about the book? Wow, well, that is a good question. I'm sorry, did I, I'm did not, I, I, I no, I'm trying I'm to get not, my Tamron Hall sure. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would they say about the book? I think, uh, well, let's, they'll start picking up some things like, uh, well, um, this is not as great. This is not, not as accurate as, as it could be. Mm. Uh, it, I think with my, it was funny with my grandfather, it was always this tension. I think I, I want to kind of talk about that a little bit in the book with the North and the South. So he was a Southern guy. So he was always talking about, you know, you Northern guys, y'all, y'all can't do anything. You know, if you grew up in the South, you'd be able, you know, so it was always that, you know, the, the South was this and that. So uh, yeah, All definitely right. they would probably pick out some things and, 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 and correct some things that weren't weren't right uh okay but i I would hope that they would love the story Mm -hmm. uh honestly um you know they they inspire me part of the story is inspired by them as well okay so So how did it feel having like an actual physical copy of your book in front of you like it's different writing it actually we see this stuff like on in movies like what it's like when they open the box yeah like they have like champagne or were you just like (laughs) opening bills and like oh i got the light bill i'm a book okay well 
Here's an essence magazine. All right, honey, you got the bills. And da, 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 da. Like, how was, yeah, that's a good question, Jerry. Um, no, it, it was exciting. And here's the thing I had always wanted, I wanted to write a book all my life. Um, I, I think I kind of put that idea uh, on the back burner because I'm thinking, you know, I need to do something practical. So I became a newspaper reporter. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, I had always wanted to write. This, this has been my dream to, to do something like this. So, yes. Uh, I was tripping, you know, I'm waving the book up in the air and I'm taking pictures and everything else. Um, so it was a good feeling to, to, to kind of realize a dream, you know. Mm. Did you have the party? Like, did you have like your readers there? Did you do a book club, like to get everybody's initial reaction to it and, you know, have them write a, um, what is it, like a review of the book and, you know, mm -hmm. post some of those things as well? Yeah, so I have a, I have a launch team, um, and so yeah, we I had, I had a bunch of folks who say yeah yeah I'll I'll read the book and I'll write a review and and the reviews are starting to come in and they're writing mm -hmm. a pretty good good reviews so that's mm -hmm. that's cool but uh well when the book is released now yes and we're, we yes, can we can get the book get on wherever books on Amazon make sure you pick that mm -hmm. up uh, oh awesome okay. I'll get it all right go ahead and plug yourself where can we find you on social oh. media website any of that. All of it. Okay, so on, on Facebook, I am Anthony Todd Carlisle. On Instagram, I'm Anthony Todd Carlisle524. And on Twitter, I am Dr. Todd Carlisle. How can we can we follow the book? The is the book, book the is publishing the company or go ahead? Oh, the publishing co company is Hidden Shelf uh, Publishing House and um out of Idaho. And again, the book is on um, Souls of Clay Action. The name of this episode is Where the Hell is Clay Hatchie? Where the hell in the Clay Hatchie is going on? Where is this at? Where is this at? Where is this That's awesome. That's great. Dr. Todd, Dr. Dr. Anthony Todd Carlisle, thank you so much for joining us. Please make sure you guys pick up this book. Make sure you show him some love, okay? Thank you so much, guys. I enjoy this. You're welcome. Thank you. We appreciate you. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I'm the chatter chick, LaShawn. And I'm y'all millennial chick, Jer Jer. I'm not going to put you together because my cousin's on. You still get him. You know you get him. You know you get him. He's a little sophisticated since he's on there. Early, I was like, ah, but no, I'm not. Give my Jer Jer. Go ahead, introduce yourself, Rat. Introduce introduce yourself, Rat. Todd Carlisle, California University of Pennsylvania Associate Professor. Okay. Cal U. No. It's the Hey Go Hey Podcast on Urban Media today. Thanks for watching. to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip-hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.